encyclical letter, Pre de Cesores Nostros, on Aid for Ireland, March 25, 1847, by Pope Pius IX. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Encyclical Letter of Our Most Sacred Lord by Divine Providence, Pope Pius IX, to all the patriarchs, archbishops, primates, and bishops, for imploring the divine help for the kingdom of Ireland. Rome. From the Press of the Sacred Congregation, the Propaganda Fide, 1847. Venerable Brethren, Health and the Apostolic Benediction. Venerable Brethren, ye to whom the history of the Church is matter of constant study and perfectly familiar, well know that the Roman pontiffs, our predecessors, have at times exhibited a most earnest and anxious care, and bring aid to Christian nations, wheresoever there might be need of help. Neither are ye ignorant that that salutary and most exemplary zeal embraced not only spiritual benefits conferred on Christian people, but were applied also to the alleviating of any public calamity by which any nation of Christendom might be at any time afflicted. This fact is confirmed not only by the memorials of ancient and more recent ages, but by our own memory and the memory of our fathers, in whom indeed can it be more becoming, in whom indeed is it more abound in duty, to set before themselves this fatherly solicitude for all Christians than whom the Catholic faith teaches to be the fathers and doctors of all Christendom? In whom can it be more consistent to console unfortunate nations than in those who, placed on the highest eminence of the Church, have proved themselves through length of days and by the trial of deeds to be moved by the charity of Christ? Moved by this, the illustrious example of our predecessors, and at the same time by our own inclination, since we first receive intelligence that the kingdom of Ireland was visited with a very great dearth of bread corn and a most marked scarcity of other alimentary matters used as food by the people, and that people to be oppressed at the same time with a most frightful complication of diseases originating in the scarcity of food, we have continually considered in our mind how we might best supply, as far as in us lay, the necessary succor to these perishing people. Therefore it was that with this view, in this our city, we directed public prayers to be offered up to God, exhorted thereto the Roman clergy and people, and all other persons resident at Rome, to give help to Hibernia, which being done, the money partly offered freely by ourselves and partly collected, as much as those times of need could supply, might be sent as a subsidy to our venerable brothers, the bishops in Ireland, that they might divide it according to the wants of the various places and the necessities of their citizens. But at the present moment, such letters are brought to us from Ireland, such things concerning the above-related calamities, even yet continuing in that island, and indeed increasing in severity, are daily announced to us, that these things affect our mind with unspeakable sorrow, and we again earnestly urge the supply of further help to this people. For what ought we not to try to effect for the assistance of this nation, struggling under such a grievous trial, 
when we remember how great has always been and now is the veneration of the clergy and people of ireland towards the holy see how much the constancy of that people in the profession of the catholic religion has shown conspicuous even in the most perilous times with what great labors the clergy of ireland have promoted the propagation of the catholic religion in the remotest regions of the earth and with what exemplary piety and zeal for religion among the irish people st peter is honored in our humble person and his dignity is understood to use the words of leo the great as not wanting in his unworthy successor therefore having carefully weighed so grave a matter and some of our brethren the cardinals of the holy church having with concurring counsel fortified our opinion we have resolved venerable brothers to address this epistle to you in order that together with you we may be assisting to the necessities of the irish people we therefore authorize you that in all the dioceses or districts subject to your jurisdiction that as it was first done in the city of rome you caused to be offered for three days public prayers in your churches and other sacred places by which god the father of mercies being appeased may deliver the people of ireland from this great calamity and turn away so great a misfortune from it and in order that this desire may be more fully and usefully accomplished we accord an indulgence of seven years for every time to all those who shall be present at such prayers and to those who during the three days shall have been present at the prayers and who during the week of this triduum having been purified by the sacrament of penance shall receive the most holy sacrament of the eucharist we give our apostolical authority plenary indulgence next we recommend more strongly to your charity venerable brethren that by your exhortations you incite the people submitted to your jurisdiction to aid ireland with liberal alms we undoubtedly know that we have no need to remind you of the virtue of almsgiving nor of the abundant fruits which it produces in obtaining the pity of the very good and very great god you will find in the holy fathers of the church and especially in most of the sermons of st leo the great learned and magnificent praises of almsgiving you have at present before you the admirable letter written by st cyprian martyr bishop of carthage to the bishops of numidia a letter which contains a remarkable testimony of the singular zeal with which the people confided to his pastoral care came by abundant alms to the help of the suffering christians you may besides recall to mind the words of st ambrose bishop of milan the beauty of wealth is not to reside in the money-bags of the rich but to serve as an element to the poor treasures shine with greater brilliancy when distributed to the infirm and indigent christians ought to know that they should employ money to seek not what is of them but what is of christ in order that in his turn christ may seek them for these motives and for the others that we have recalled to your benevolent minds we firmly hope that you will afford powerful help to the poor of whom we speak we might here terminate this letter but at the moment at which in deference to our intentions you are about to ordain public prayers we will not forget what inspires us day and night our preoccupation of every moment the welfare of all churches we have in fact incessantly before our eyes this cruel and terrible tempest which has risen against the universal church 
our mind trembles with dread in thinking how the enemy rises with malignity against the saint of saints, and how odious his machinations are against the Lord and against his Christ. Therefore we recommend you, and above all, on the occasion of the public prayers to be ordained for Ireland, to engage the people submitted to your power, to supplicate the Lord at the same time in favor of all the church. End of encyclical letter, Predecessores Nostros, on Aid for Ireland, by Pope Pius IX.